when you're thinking about the person you want to spend the rest of your life with, what's something that what's something that they can do that is a complete and utter deal breaker? Some would call a, a red flag. I mean, if I'm thinking of red flags, the first thing that comes to mind for me personally, mm-hmm. I mean, liking Fight Club or The Joker. Yeah. Yeah, you know, um, man, I didn't think, uh, I didn't, I didn't think about that. I was thinking more of like, you know, if they chew with their mouth open or if they don't have hand towels. No, uh, no, no. It's just the movie thing. Okay. No, no. That's, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. That makes a lot of sense. I get, I get that. I get that. I get that. Well, you wouldn't be alone because apparently... There's a whole culture around <laughs> red, red flag, flag movies. <laughs> I actually don't have that opinion, folks. I was kidding. Neither do I. Yeah. But don't chew with your mouth open. And The Joker's not a good movie. Sorry. It's not. Yeah. No. Well, we can get into that and much, much more. But before we do that, we have to get into these brewskis. Oh. Adam, please reintroduce an old friend. And tell the people what we're drinking tonight. Well, we have finally brought back old favorite, old faithful, someone call it, faithful. Cigar City Brewing, <coughs> uh, with one of their newer brews, the Frostproof, Belgian style, white. White. Uh, this beer is a 6% ABV, 18 IBU. Yep. Um, and it is ale brewed with coriander and orange peel. And it does have a cold read, folks. Ay. It does have a cold read. That's why we go back to Cigar City from time to time. That's right. Uh, it goes as follows. Frostproof, Belgian-style white. A full-flavored yet delicate beer boasting orange peel and coriander additions to a Belgian-style white base. Frostproof was designed with fresh air and outdoor adventures in mind. That's it? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> a cold read it is. Very cold. All right. Well, my name is Marco Dupa. And this beautiful bastard right here is Adam Obesius Rodriguez. What's up, Brewskies? And this is episode 322. 322 of the One Beer In podcast. Mm. Just flipped everyone off in Britain. Oh, yeah. Right. Yes, sir. This is the One Baron Podcast. The podcast where two brews crack open a brew and we see where that one brew takes us. That brew right there. And as I stated, my name is Marco Dupa. That is Adam Obesius Rodriguez. What is up? Uh, like, share, and subscribe. <clears throat> we thank you guys for the uh, constant support, people who listen weekly, and the new fans who just pick up on the show whenever we uh, happen to fall into one of your um, 
algorithms. Algorithms. Yeah, we have had yeah. a couple new ones, so welcome. Welcome, welcome. Um, we hope you enjoy it. And if you don't, you're allowed to downvote, but please leave a comment and say why. Why? 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 All right. Um, let's get into this. What's... Uh, this is why they downvote marco I know, I know. <laughs> come I on i can't do that I can't do oh that. my oh my word can people hear this <laughs> oh my word okay hold on <laughs> what's happening i need to be able to monitor and i can't give up on them <laughs> okay all right you yep you got it all you right. got it bud we're back to square one proud of you okay i can hear it okay great uh yeah, so this ridiculous thing, as most ridiculous things on the internet, happened on Twitter, just kind of slid by on the timeline. And uh, it I don't know. I mean, I guess the post kind of went viral, but I don't feel like enough people talked about it. Not enough people for my liking talked about it and how ridiculous the, the sentiment is. But let's kind of go into detail about it. Like, what's the, the idea behind the idea behind a red flag movie or book or i mean i guess piece of art okay so it comes from a tweet written by cuchillo lope uh at hosting cholo who on august 22nd said hey film twitter i got a question we all know red flag movies fight club the joker etc uh that we can that we all can spot on site but is there any green flag movies? Movies that you hear someone say that makes you instantly trust or like that person? I mean, both of those things are just so ridiculous. It's, I mean, is it not a, a taste thing? Is it not just, you know, you you will think less, If I mean, if you're a judgy person like we are, <laughs> um, you'll, you'll kind of look down your nose at someone who likes a movie that you think is trash, right? Is that not what that is yeah i mean the 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 idea that a person that that you can i, I mean I, I know that we we use things to compartmentalize and like just put people in a box so it's easier for us to just process who they are as a person and process the world sure but i mean it, it just flies in the face of everything that 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 people know and believe about art itself for you to be like uh hey man i'm free to like whatever i want you know it doesn't represent who i am as a person but then mm -hmm. also have a list of movies and music and books and what have you that says if you're into this thing you got to be this kind of person sure it's such a it's such a strange i mean it's it's par the course par for the course for twitter and for film twitter any 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 Twitter uh, like localized um, uh, uh, clicky thing, mm -hmm. they're always the worst. Yeah. Oh, you know what? A red flag is being a part of any of these kind, either film <laughs> Twitter, hip hop Twitter, uh, any any kind of insert thing Twitter. Right. If you feel like you're a part of those things, that's a red flag for me. What, what about black Twitter? Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> that's the only exception. Uh-huh, got that's you the there. the only exception. Uh-huh. But if you're a part of white Twitter... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You can be a part of white Twitter. 
I think that's just Twitter. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, I, I, I've I've probably talked about this on the show, but like hip hop Twitter, for instance, just the worst opinions it's I've ever much. seen. It's too much. People, um, I mean, there's a difference between passion and just like <laughs> absolute insanity mm-hmm. uh, about uh, over like a a, a standum. I will call it not even a fandom, a standum. Yeah. Of whatever it is you're into. Now, I, I understand where this is coming from, and I, it's not the first time I heard about quote-unquote red flag movies. Same. Um, <clears throat> I know Fight Club has been kind of touted as the red flag movie for a long time. Um, and then Joker took its place. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, basically just because it's, in retrospect, has been, um, I guess, taken in a more negative light than it was at release mm-hmm. for, by a lot of people. Um, narratively, yeah, and what uh, I guess it's uh, what certain people get out of these movies, yeah. Uh, oh, a taxi driver, another one, yeah, that people bring up sometimes. Um, so if it becomes your entire identity and you identify <coughs> with the antihero in these movies, then that can be problematic. And I yeah. get that. I mean. How you how you read these movies is the red flag, not Liking enjoying them, the movie yeah. itself. That's a, I mean that's just a ridic that's such a ridiculous thought process. Yeah. To li- I mean to watch a movie and like a movie and be like, "Oh, you're a fan of Fight Club? Yikes. Toxic masculinity." <laughs> like but I mean, even if even if even if that's like your favorite movie, the red flag would have to come in once you said why, right? Sure. Yeah. Give an explanation why. And and that that falls into people's personalities in the first place. So again, you're not talking about the movie itself. You're talking about that person's thought process behind the movie. So just liking the movie is not the red flag. It's the reason why. And that mm-hmm. that makes sense because that's what real red flags are. Why, like, you're having a conversation with somebody and they do or say something that um, gives you a deeper picture as to their thought process and how they view the world, mm-hmm. that could be a red flag for you. Yeah, I, I just think the the key thing here is that it's unfair to judge someone without ha- having that knowledge first. Absolutely. <clears throat> and first, and what is the list of green flag movies? That's what the question was. <laughs> so. I would love to know what the movies are that you watch or that you like and go. Be- <laughs> I don't know. One of the first replies here says Princess Diaries, Rami Michelle's High School Reunion. Uh, what? What? High School Reunion? Yeah. I, like the Disney Channel High School Reunion? I don't. I've never seen Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. Romy and Michelle's. Wait. Is that a movie? Is that a movie? Romy and Michelle's. I trust this person on Twitter for no reason at all. But <laughs> yeah, look that up. Oh, in the beginning. Oh, it's a movie from the nineties. Oh, with Lisa Kudrow. Okay. And Justin Thoreau, yeah, baby. Really? We're Thoreau heads here. Word. Justin mm-hmm. Thoreau's the shit. I mean, I know you like him because of that show. <laughs> that you'll never watch. I like him because the motherfucker is a style god. Of course, we talked about this. Yeah, yeah. 
97's Romeo and Romy Romeo Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. That's a green flag. Whatever, whatever. See that? Never makes, seen it. Makes me angry at that person. But okay. Never seen it. Sorry. What else? Is there anything else in the list? Um. Let's see. Cause that 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 is a weirder idea than the red flag movie. Cause I could I can. I can understand the logic that you have to use to have a red flag movie. A green flag movie to me is like um just benign uh yeah like easy, a, a fan favorite that yeah. is yeah like a, a you a, like men in black? <laughs> cool. Right. We'll definitely get along. Um <laughs> Let's see. We have Lost in Translation and Eternal Sunshine. Eternal Sunshine is a super problematic movie if you read it a certain way. Sure. Same with Lost in Translation. For sure. Yeah, that one in particular. Um, Life of Brian, Blazing Saddles, They Live. Oh, fuck off. Raising Arizona. They Live? You know what? That might actually be a green flag movie. <laughs> if I met anybody who's like, you know, they're into that, I'm like, But that's cool. based on your taste. It's At not based on like a problematic element within the movie that's an immediate red flag that... Or a green flag, I mean, that somebody's cool if they like it. I'm sure there's a lot of really bad people who like They Live. Absolutely. So and, and the thing is, you can yourself identify. Yourself included. You, yeah, <laughs> big time. <laughs> you can identify with the aliens and They Live, and then doesn't it turn into a red flag movie? Because you're like, yeah, th we should be under control. There should be a, a, a state of control that people are, are unaware of. Because people don't deserve to uh, have free will. Like, what if that's how you read the movie? Wouldn't right. that now be a red flag? Could be. I, d I immediately regret going for this person's tweet because <clears throat> their, red, their red flag movies are, and I quote, uncritical praise for every single frame ever shot under the direction of Scorsese, Spielberg, Stone, or Tarantino. So what? who does he watch then? <laughs> like... I don't know. I uh, I so don't he was know. like just fuck all of the great American directors. Yes, basically. Yes, yeah. So we could go that, on and on. That There's again, that that's a red flag for me. If you're a person who wants to talk about film, and then you're like, listen, I don't watch any movie from any American director. Cool. I don't want to talk to you anymore. I don't want to be your friend. I don't want to be around you. That's a red flag. Yeah. Can you imagine someone who's like, all the Scorsese movies suck. All of the Spielberg movies. Tarantino. Tarantino. I mean, I understand them not, especially Tarantino in particular, not being somebody's <sighs> taste. Because, I get that. you know, he's, he is derivative. Says the N-word a whole lot. A little too much. Um, and is ultra-violent. So if you're not into those things, you're not okay with those things in your cinema, I totally get it. Yeah. But, but you don't get to shut out all of them. You just don't. No, you just don't get to do that. Well, sure, you, you can do whatever you want. No, you can't. You can. No, Marco, you can't. Marco, this is America, damn it. Not my America. Um, <laughs> not my director. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, th I think it is it is unfair to dismiss somebody based on the movies they like. And I know I didn't. I said the opposite at the beginning of this. I was joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like whatever movies you like. Mm -hmm. I will do my best not to judge you too harshly, even <laughs> though I personally invest a lot of stock into film i think i think there is a, a point to be made or had about liking those kind of movies a little too much but, but <laughs> yeah 
there's there's levels to this. Yeah, yeah. If you're yeah. if you're one of those guys who like identifies as the Joker, right? Th- yeah, that's problematic. There's a, there's a, yeah, there's definitely. An issue I saw there. somebody locally driving a Joker car, where yeah. just murals of the Joker on the car. See, yeah, I just uh, that that's a problem. Mm-hmm. That's definitely an issue. That's a red flag. So I get that, <laughs> but again, that's that falls down to who that person is. Sure, you're not gonna stop me from enjoying the shit that I saw Scott Pilgrim on there. Yeah. And I'm like, I get that Scott himself, He's a bad person. On, yeah. Uh, it, but it's it's purposeful. He's a bad person right. on purpose. That's the point. That's his character. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that's what you're supposed to read from it. That's what you're supposed to take from it. So I guess the red flag would be if you identify as Scott Pilgrim and you think he's a cool guy. And you're right. like, I'm totally Scott Pilgrim. Right. I have my life has totally been Scott Pilgrim. Let me tell you. But the thing is, I think, I think if you're a person who watches that movie and identifies with Scott, you are very unself-aware. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're watching it and going, "Yep, I made those same mistakes. Mm-hmm. I'm also a piece of shit." Yeah. You're at least aware enough to know that you're a toxic person. Sure. But if you're watching it and identifying with him and and thinking he's the victim in the movie, then you have things that you need to work on. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that is a again, that's that's and I think that that's a misreading of the movie. But it doesn't make that movie problematic. And li- and it doesn't make liking that movie problematic. And oh. that's where the language gets a little weird to yeah. say that that movie belongs on a tier list of problematic movies is irresponsible. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I said, you could say the same thing with Fight Club. Thinking, if somebody thinks that Tyler Durden is somebody to aspire to be, or like some some uh, beacon of masculinity, yeah, <clears throat> you're misreading the movie completely, right? Or the book, uh, or even if you don't read anything into these movies and you just think they're fun to watch, that's fun too. Sure. You don't. There doesn't have to be a critical analysis of uh, of everything. You could just like a thing because it's fun to watch. The fight scenes in Fight Club are very visceral, and Joker's pretty to look at. Yeah, it's a well shot movie. Really good performance. Joaquin Phoenix is—I mean, he crushes it. Yeah, you know, Scott Pilgrim is fun to watch. It's just a yeah. fun to watch movie, even mm-hmm. if you don't take anything from it. It's just again, I go back to the idea of insert X Twitter, and they always have the worst opinions. And film Twitter is no different. It's filled with people who maybe took a film class maybe they finished film school maybe they're amateur filmmakers or just enthusiasts Uh, but that's yeah mostly just enthusiasts with their heads up their asses yeah and that's what all of these if you ah, god oh it's just so annoying it's just so annoying like like people just can't enjoy things anymore without having to like you know give you a, a, a critical reason as to why I enjoy a thing. You don't have to justify your tastes. Now, if you're out there in public saying that, you know, Joker made a lot of sense. <laughs> he had a lot of good points, <laughs> you know? You need to justify that shit. Yeah. yeah. But uh, if you're just like Joaquin Phoenix acted really well in this movie and Todd Phillips uh, made an interesting left turn with the DC villain. 
that's okay. And that's a conversation we can have. Hot take. <laughs> Hot take. Todd Phillips is a hack. <laughs> it's not a good movie. <clears throat> it's a mediocre movie mm-hmm. that is only kept from being bad because of Joaquin Phoenix. Okay. I've watched <clears throat> it again recently. Okay. With an even more critical eye. Okay. Because I thought maybe I missed something upon first viewing. Maybe there's a deeper level to it. There's not. Yeah. There's not. There's just not. It's not a deep movie. It's a very, very shallow movie. It's, it is indulgent to the point of being masturbatory. Yeah. It's too much. I think Todd Phillips scored huge with Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. And realized what he had and just said, we'll roll it for a few hours and see what we got mm-hmm. by the end of the day. And that was it. That's all that movie is. It's just, it is, it is indulgent to the core and leaves you with nothing but a good performance. A great performance, I, I will give you. Talk to him. That's it. That's all it is. Get him. It's not a modern day classic. It, it's not even one of the more interesting, I would say, uh, superhero genre movies, if you even want to classify it that is that. Get him. It's just a, it is a kind of meandering, heavy-handed. Get him. One note. Get him. Slog. <laughs> That's all I have to say about the Joker. You know, thank you for that, by the way. Mm-hmm. I love I've been holding it inside on. for a long time. I love when you rip movies. Maybe that's my my uh, film Twitter in me that I just need to get out. Yeah, like, are you kind of ingrained in the film Twitter? Like, do you have do you follow enough accounts that like you kind of feel like you're in it? Uh, very very loosely, because again, I'm I'm not like I'm not one of those guys that will immediately write you know a ten page review on the latest screening. You know, yeah, I'm not that deep in. I'll have my <laughs> opinion, but I will keep it in my pocket yeah i mean i i feel the same as far as like hip-hop twitter is concerned like i follow enough pages that retweet enough stuff that makes me angry enough that like i i i'm I like want, i, I, I can't, don't want to be part of this i can't do this uh i have not been able to go back and rewatch the joker for that very reason i'm just afraid <sighs> that it is what you described but i did uh rewatch the scene when he spoiler alert if you haven't seen this movie which i'm sure Pretty much anybody who was going to see it has. Sure. <clears throat> when he kills De Niro, that speech right before he kills him, I thought in the moment was a little broad strokey. Mm-hmm. And then having rewatched it, I was like, that's an awful speech. Well, not only that, but I, the, uh, in, uh, upon rewatch, I'm sorry, I'm getting tongue twisted here. It's like the Tasmanian devil. <laughs> Upon, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sweating right now. <laughs> uh, upon rewatch, the Joker, like the movie itself, I I kind of get the arguments that were kind of laid on it a little bit after release about it being a quote unquote dangerous movie. Yeah, because <clears throat> I understand how it. I don't think it could even be mistakenly interpreted. I think it. It is created as a manifesto for like incels and mm-hmm. outsiders and outcasts. 
to yeah. uh, feel like violence is empowering and makes you real and is is a way to kind of make yourself important in the world and a justification of your and any any bad thing that happens to you whether it's your fault or not it's justified is justified right because the world is out to get you and the world is inherently bad and yeah. therefore your only recourse is to enact violence upon it and it, it justifies your your violent uh, tendencies and actions because of the violence inflicted upon you that you interpret or right. misinterpret as the universe being against you. Which I, you know, I understand Todd Phillips got a lot of that from Taxi Driver, mm-hmm. but I think he missed the point of Taxi Driver where the audience is supposed to be uh, like disgusted by that final bloody climax. Yeah. By the end of it, like the person he saves is literally uh, like petrified of him yeah after everything like after saving her yeah you know and we as an audience see that and reject it and reject him as our hero right you were like the whole time you reject him you you like this is a a a terrible like judgmental like like a guy that he's not a good dude he's he's not from the jump he's not unhinged yeah Yeah. he's an unhinged man and somebody that you don't want to look up to yeah he's a loser but i feel like you get those broad strokes with the joker but at the end of it there's none of that sort of there's nobody there as the audience to say you're a loser joker like this is disgusting this is horrible and the only person who is gets shot in the head and you know the joker is victorious he gets arrested and then because I mean, if, I mean, if I remember correctly, it's because he's not um, he's not unhinged in the way that uh, I'm forgetting De Niro's character's Murray? name in Taxi Driver, not Murray. Oh, from Taxi Driver. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, man. I know. <laughs> it's it's, it's iconic, tongue. too. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. Yeah, I just got to look it up. But uh, Joker's name is Arthur. Yeah. Travis Bickle, 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 Bickle. Travis Bickle. Bickle like Bickle. Travis Bickle. Right. <clears throat> um, he is, he is, I mean, I think it's, I think it's pretty clear what Scorsese is trying to say uh, or trying to use Travis Bickle as a vehicle for. Mm-hmm. And I think in the same light, it's pretty clear what Todd Phillips is trying to do with Arthur. I don't think he fails in that regard. Mm-hmm. I think he's. I think he wants us to empathize with him. And I think that that's what you're talking about where he misses the message of taxi driver, which is, this is not how you're supposed to deal with your problems. This is not how you're supposed to sure. see the world. This is a misinterpretation of the, of things. This is your, this, you're watching a person take all of these outside influences and then jumble them in his mind. And then you're watching how he outwardly deals with those things in the Joker. He is victimized. Sure. There isn't a moment where there isn't enough scenes in the movie of him just being a bad person and then blaming it on something else. He is a victim. All he does is just try 
and he gets victimized throughout the whole movie. Right, which is also its problem. That's yeah, because it's it's almost to a comical degree the amount that the world is out to get him. Exactly. Like no, we need some levity from this, and also this, this is another thing. Too. We're on an entire Joker rant right now. <laughs> here we go. But the issue I have here too is that they try to make his mother an impactful character in his life. Right. Yeah. He's devoting his life to her. But we never really, really get any time with them in their ordinary world where they're, you know, just living. Yeah. It's it's very few. We get maybe like, I want to say maybe a minute or two, maybe five tops of time where they're just living. Yeah. You know, I I would need in order to get an emotional impact from the revelation again, spoiler alert. Uh, a, the revelation that she is insane and uh, enabled an abusive man to uh, uh, abuse him, mm. um, and which led to him having this, you know, laughing tick and all, you know, everything else, <clears throat> creating him essentially. Yeah. Um, we don't get any of that. So when it's revealed and then he kills her, it's like, okay, this is just downer note, downer note, downer note, yeah. and. Again, just another downer note that, of course, this is what happens because he's always the victim. Right. The, the, I, think the, I think the problem with what you're saying or the issue in the movie is that it happens too late and it happens all too coincidentally. If, Like you're saying, if, if those themes were introduced earlier in the film, if we weren't led to empathize with him so much throughout the first like hour of the movie – and then the next 45 minutes or so you start to, he starts to you know his world starts crumbling beneath him and then that last 30 minutes it's all justified quote mm-hmm. unquote uh if you kind of introduce those themes a little sooner in the movie you start to kind of you build a better picture of who he is and why he is this way right, right. but instead he's just the victim the victim the victim throughout the whole first and second act of right. the movie. And then what do we feel when he finally gets his his vengeance? We feel good. Yeah, we, we're we, supposed to yeah. we feel a we're sense happy of that uh, he's... catharsis and it's yeah. it, it's enjoyable for the audience to see him <clears throat> hoisted up as, you know, this as the Joker finally. Yeah. And that feels good. I mean, he's literally hoisted yeah, up. No, he is. <laughs> yeah, he's like in, in the in the T pose like Jesus, yeah. you know, like he's now reborn as this empowered psychopath. Yeah. And it's like Okay, that's cool and all, but what does that like? What does that say? That says that violence is the answer. If yeah. you were, if you are constantly victimized, violence is the answer. And mind you, I'm not a guy that's out here like looking for meanings in movies all the time. I can enjoy a a, a, a dumb action or horror or whatever kind of movie with a terrible uh, meaning behind it. But the fact that it's so heavy-handed on empowering the victim to Violence, yeah, it's like uh, it's a little uncomfortable. Todd Phillips brought this on himself. Yeah, he asked for this critical analysis of his film. He wanted to make a super smart movie. He wanted to be held in the same regard of the Scorseses, the Spielbergs. Like he wants to be there. He wants to be seen in that light. He brought this on himself. This is not. If on the promotional tour he was just like, "Look, man, shit is just a. It's just fun. It's dark." Like, I tried to make a super dark movie, but what I'm really trying to say is nothing. I'm not trying to say anything. I just mm. thought it was a fun thought experiment to see how 
far we could push this character until he finally snapped. That's that's what I was going for. Yeah. Instead, he's trying to make a statement. Sure. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so what's the statement that if you get bullied, you get to murder people? Right. Is that the is that obviously that's not what he's trying to say? But then it's like, well, then what are you what trying is to the, say? What is the message? Society bad? Yeah. Don't <laughs> don't mess with the weird kid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I just it, it left me with a bad taste in my mouth. I mean, how many times has someone made the joke of? Being nice to the weird kid because that kid might turn around and kill everybody. Sure. Yeah. And then <laughs> what happens in the movie with the one guy who's nice to him? Yep. He murders everybody else and then he fucking kisses him on the mm-hmm. forehead. It's like, come on, dog. Yeah. Who yeah. wrote this? How old are you? Who wrote this movie? I don't know. Don't even get me started on how much of an asshole Thomas Wayne is. <laughs> like an irredeemable <laughs> asshole who punches him in the nose. Bad person. Like, come on. Like, uh, give me some nuance. That's what I'm asking for. It's give me some nuance. And Make th- Thomas Wayne not that bad of a guy. Right. Uh, let us see it from his perspective a little bit and just be like, I don't know you, man. Or like, or maybe, or maybe he does know him and he's tried, but his unhinged, insane mother didn't tell him and like blocked all that sure. shit. So maybe there's at least one character with levity in the movie. Well, that's kind of what he says is like, I'm sorry, but your mom... <clears throat> You know, she has problems. She's not telling you the truth. She lied to you. I'm not your dad. Right. And that becomes like. But he didn't have to be such a fucking asshole oh no, he's about an absolute, it. He's, we start the movie with him <clears throat> being an elitist asshole. Yeah. And, you know, look, it's fine if he is supposed to be the stand in for, you know, the, the 1% and, you know, a, a, a elitist, out of touch um, politician. That's fine. That, that can be okay. But also make him a human being too yeah to some degree because if not then literally everyone's the bad guy yeah joker's the good guy getting his comeuppance on a an inherently predatory and evil world now i will say this if the idea of the movie is to be seen as through his eyes and we are viewing his perception of the world sure but <laughs> we need at least some point of reference someone with a compass to let us know that you're seeing this movie from his eyes his perspective because as it stands all of these things actually did happen to him look and it would be super cheap to do this mind you i'm not advocating for the movie having gone this way but it would have added at least one level to the storytelling here if we would have seen that like in a, a very fight club style the things that happen in the movie aren't exactly how he saw them happen. Right. We realize he's, you know, uh, 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 we can't trust him as the narrator. Right. 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 So maybe we see like footage from inside the, uh, the, the subway car that he kills those guys and, and there wasn't a chick that they were harassing. Right. And they but weren't, he just got up they and murdered them. They weren't beating him up. They were just walking by. They were just normal guys yeah. and decide to kill him. I don't think that that's that I don't think that that's that cheap of a it's a trope. It's been it's been done before, but I don't think it's that cheap because he does it with the Zazie Beats character mm-hmm. where his entire thing with yeah. her is made up. So he he does do it and is aware that that is a thing that he could do, right. which is le- which leads me to believe that okay, he must have thought about that yeah. but thought it'd be better if all these things actually happened to him. Like yeah. His therapist being so just nonchalant and just like, I don't care. You're yeah. now someone else's problem. Yeah. Is such 
first of all, it's such an indictment on that entire industry. <laughs> yeah. And second, it's like I, I know that there are shitty therapists and mm-hmm. psychiatrists and whatnot. And I know that industry is not perfect like all industries. But it just is like how many bad things can happen to this guy? Yeah. It makes me think of Precious. Mm-hmm. How many bad things can happen to this one girl? Right. Everything. <laughs> Every bad thing can How happen. How long to do her. you have? <laughs> and you're just like, what is we've, the point of this movie? We've got two and a half hours of tragedy for you. Wait, are, are we supposed to take away from this movie that like life's awful? Everything's terrible. And and you know just put just keep a smile on your face. Maybe, what are we uh, supposed to take from this? Maybe you don't got it as bad as you think. God, if that was the, <laughs> if that was the message of the movie, it's like, yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. know. All right, let's get off of this. Okay. Red flag movies, dumb, dumb, a dumb thing, dumb thing. Now, red flag people and red flag actions, not dumb, eh, not dumb. You can, yeah, you can, you can look into those. Yeah, definitely have a list of those things. Yeah, I saw a post where a girl was like, I was on a date with a guy, and the bartender or the barista or whatever they were. He wrote down on a piece of paper, too many red flags, run away. I saw that, yeah. You saw that? Yeah. That is something. <laughs> I just imagine they're like talking about the, That's all they were doing was talking about the Movies. Joker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he got up, went to the bathroom, and he was like, too many red flags. <laughs> he likes that movie way the too Joker, much. The Joker, modern classic. You definitely need to uh, run away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I need to. Honestly, I haven't watched. I haven't watched uh, a lot of those red flag movies in a while. Like Fight Club. I, people, the discourse on Fight Club happens like every year or so. Mm-hmm. People want to talk about that movie again and have a different perception of what you're supposed to take from it. It's a film about toxic max- masculinity. Actually, it's a film indicting toxic masculinity. Right. Actually, it's not about that at all. It's about capitalism and consumerism. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's not about that at all. It's just a dumb movie that you're supposed to just have fun and watch. And it can be everything, you know. It can be. Yeah. I don't know. Last time I watched it, I was a kid, so I probably shouldn't have been watching it <laughs> when I watched it. But uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I was too dumb to get anything from it other than like, the Fight Club part is awesome. Mm-hmm. Then blowing up the city and shit, that was cool. Uh, the twist blew my fucking mind, my yeah. feeble little brain. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Your little like, baby what? brain. I think it's probably one of the first movies that had like a twist ending that I was like, or not, a, well, it's not really the ending. It's like the third or fourth act, but whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like one of the first movies where I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it wasn't real the whole time. Yeah, he's a yeah. schizo. Like that's crazy. Yeah, yep. stuff like, along with uh, Sixth Sense. <laughs> Sixth Sense was the the one. That was the yeah. one. It just like it just breaks your brain. Mm-hmm. You're like, wait a minute. First of all, what's a twist ending? Yeah. This is crazy. <laughs> I didn't even know you could do this with movies. Are you che- kidding me? <laughs> is this cheating? <laughs> like, this feels like cheating. Everything I knew and loved is not true. Yep, it's hard to pull off, man. I know. It's been done. Uh, Way worse. That's why M. Night should have just stopped. Yeah. He should have just been like. Unbreakable and I'm out. That's it. And just stop doing the twist endings. Just be like, uh, you know, I'm just going to do regular. Mo- what he should have done is stop writing his movies. Yeah. <clears throat> he should have just yeah. directed. He's a decent director. Uh, if you if you don't count Avatar. Oof. Uh, have you seen Old? No, have you seen it? No, oh, I just I was about to say you I, went and saw that. No, no, I I want to watch it just based off the memes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely want. I I definitely need to see it. Yeah, but 
I think what's funny about how bad his movies are or have been, not all of them, is that they are to me required viewing. I need to see them. <laughs> yeah. I need to see them just so that I can just so that I can be I can be a part of like whatever crazy universe he's creating in his head. They're usually at least fun. I went and saw the happening in theaters. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it that cast. Yeah. You got Mark Wahlberg, Zoe Deschanel when mm. she was like hot. Yeah. I don't mean physically. She is hot physically. But I mean like her career. She was crushing it. Yeah. And then John Leguizamo, one of my favorite character actors of all time. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I'll go see this. I don't give a fuck. Whatever. And <laughs> at, at that point, I wasn't like, I didn't care about reviews. I was like, I'll just go and see. It was a date. I just went and saw it. Did it quickly devolve <laughs> into watching like The Room? We Yeah, it, 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 it fell apart pretty quickly <laughs> to where the whole thing was like, is this a joke? Is this, <laughs> is this, are we supposed to be taking this seriously? Is this a comedy? The scene where they outrun the wind. <laughs> We yeah. both looked at each other like this is this is insane. I can't believe that this is a real are, movie. Are you seeing what I'm seeing? <laughs> so when we got out, we were joking and like we were walking backwards because that was for some reason what people what the characters did before they killed themselves mm. was walk backwards. The one guy like walk walks backwards and then he falls over and he lets the lawnmower <laughs> eat his face. I and I'm just that. like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, That's a good man. One. Good one. I think if that movie got made now, though, with all the climate stuff, because back then, climate stuff was still like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hippity dippity. Yeah. Now, you've got enough people on the other side who are like, okay, might be a problem. We might want to, we might need to deal with some stuff. The problem, my friend, was never with the topic. It was with the writing, (laughs) (laughs) the performances. Huh? 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 (laughs) <laughs> what are you talking about huh? just a constantly huh? perplexed mark Wahlberg. the wind huh? what are you talking about? the wind nature huh? <laughs> huh? let's do this one rotate all right you done mm-hmm. thank you sir all right let's get let's get into something else i think we've dunked on bad movies and bad movie culture enough okay uh what else do we got i forgot what's weird. uh only fans only fans oh man oh talk about a red flag if your girl hasn't no, i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding this is a safe space for sex workers yes sir and ma'am do what you want to do clink mm-hmm. america baby that was a wild ride. <laughs> the OnlyFans debacle. Yeah. Can you imagine like <clears throat> being an OnlyFans content creator? Like I've what your fucking <laughs> life must have been this, we, pa- this past like week and a half? We have heard uh, online uh, about <clears throat> many of them and how mu- somebody said that it feels like OnlyFans is being run by their ex <laughs> based on how much like, uh, you know, back and forth and tricks are being played. On yeah. these on these people's livelihoods, crazy man, yeah, crazy, and their emotions, crazy, 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 crazy shit. Yeah. So crazy. if you don't know, OnlyFans announced. I think it was last week, right? It's only been about a week. Yeah. No, um, it's only been a week or so. They announced that uh, they would stop allowing uh, pornographic material. Yeah. On their site <clears throat> app, whatever technically you call it. sexually explicit. So that's not necessarily <laughs> pornographic. 
Okay. I mean, they said that they would continue. As far as I know, they said that they would continue nude pictures, but anything sexual in those pictures would be unallowed. So, like, if you're, <clears throat> I don't know, bent over, if you got a dildo or something like that, any kind of sexualization like a, like of a, the photo. Like a sex act, but nudity is okay. Nudity, as far as I know, nudity would have been okay. Okay. And I think, I mean, like, you know, you can be just a nude model. That doesn't mean you sure. have to be doing a sexual act in the photo. Sure, you're just naked in the yeah. thing. Yeah. So those were still going to be allowed. Okay. But anything sexual. Sexually ex- evocative. Evo- explicit. Explicit. Yeah. All the X words. Right. All the E words. <laughs> just sexually. Three X explicit. Yeah. Three X explicit. Okay. Um, yeah. That was going to be banned. Right. In October. Right. So, a lot of people were speculating that that was because their investors would not uh, uh, give them the guap, as the kids would say. I mean, as far as I know, it wasn't speculation. That was the given reason. I only say speculation because recently, um, the I believe, CEO of OnlyFans came out with a statement uh-huh. um, saying that it was never having to do with investors. It was that there was trouble with the banks who were canceling payments from sex workers Hmm. and that apparently that was a major issue on the platform that some banks would not allow money to be exchanged if it had to do with uh, sex workers okay or sex work okay yeah that's that's what I from what I understood it was Visa and MasterCard who were like we don't want to deal with this, mm-hmm. so change the content because yeah. we're not going to allow payments anymore because right. it has to deal with – it's basically legalizing prostitution, which I know it's not. But what I'm saying is like that's the idea behind not allowing those payments to go through because it's like you're a sex worker. You're doing – you're making these like custom videos for people who are paying for those things. It's minus the literal sex act sure. on that person, you know. <clears throat> I guess. But it's like – it's like I don't I don't d- Mastercard and Visa don't crack out crack down on like Pornhub paid paid subscriptions on like Pornhub and stuff. So what's the difference? I guess it would have to be with what you were just saying, the the custom nature of it, the ex- mm. the direct exchange of money yeah, for, for a, a specific cuz it is a sex act. act that you are paying someone to do. Whether it's on you physically, right. I don't I I guess in the eyes of the law it's not prostitution. Right. But then what's the difference? Semantics. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess physical contact would denote whether or not it is uh, legally prostitution. Yeah. And again, what's the difference? Like the physical contact, I guess. But in the eyes of the law, what does that have to do with the legality of it? I... As long as we're not actually fucking and we're just virtually fucking we're pretending mm-hmm. that's okay but if i you know i honestly don't understand the hang up that the government has with sex work in general um morality it's just it's just a it's just a uh, fake morality play that's but all it again is. if it's a it's a consenting adult who cares like <laughs> buddy come on what are you talking about Come on. I, no, but I'm saying, <laughs> come on. Why should why should you care? Consenting adults, I, like, hey, yeah, buddy. I come understand. on, yeah. Christian conservatives. Hey, come on, buddy. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, under, I obviously understand the people who do have an issue with it, but I, I don't like. What's the big deal? 
What's the big deal? What's the big deal? What's the deal? What's the deal? With sex work <laughs> being illegal. What's the deal with sex work? Being illegal. I know mine was a little bit Obama again. <laughs> Yours <laughs> was Obama. Yeah. <laughs> What's the deal with sex with sex work being, being illegal? illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just run down all of our bad impressions. Yep. Uh, uh yeah. But I, <coughs> I, I personally don't understand, especially in this scenario where like I guess you could you could say, Okay, well if there's actual physical contact that can lead to you know, uh, diseases and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, 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 health issues. Mm-hmm. But but again, it, consenting adults. Sure, sure. And, you know, you would hope that these people have been tested. But um, that aside, now we're talking digitally, people giving money for a service mm-hmm. that they're receiving digitally. There's mm-hmm. not even physical contact involved. Right. Why would Visa and MasterCard care? Morality. <clears throat> Again, it falls down to being a part of that thing. Okay, but I can instead buy a gun with a Visa card and shoot somebody with it. Absolutely. And that's all right. And that's your American right, brother. Damn right. Cheers. Here, here. (laughs) That's my cheers of the week. Freedoms to buy guns and shoot people. (laughs) Only buy Visa. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, no, yeah, you're right. I don't understand. I mean, you can buy you can buy plenty of shit that just doesn't. I mean, you can use your Visa and Mastercard to buy a dildo to fuck another person. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's a weird. It was weird. It was weird when it happened. It was weird when the news came out. It was weird because that was OnlyFans base market almost from the jump. Yeah, I understand that. Like their mission statement probably wasn't we're going to be a safe space for sex workers, mm. but it quickly became that. Yeah. And then you just pivot and you lean hard and you go, that's what this is. I mean, you can come on here and, and, and do. <laughs> yeah, you can. You want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so from the jump, I don't, I mean, also lean in and pivot is what I'd pay for. <laughs> <laughs> the lean in and pivot uh-huh. videos. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't know why it took them this long for them to be like, all right, that's enough. I've had it with all of these. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I guess if we can trust the CEO or again, I I and we can may not be the CEO, but the the leader in for the leader of OnlyFans, OnlyFans. (laughs) the final boss of OnlyFans, (laughs) the giant dildo. <laughs> I'm sorry if you're listening to only the audio, but uh anyway, <laughs> if we are to trust this person uh in this in in the leadership position whether CEO or not, right. um maybe it was the banks coming down on them. I I can <clears throat> see that as being an issue, but I can almost guarantee it's not only that. Yeah, it, it probably does have a lot to do with not being able to get uh, some gun shy uh, investors. Yeah, and I think uh, well, in the statement where they where they now uh, flip flopped on that part of the statement was we we have been able to secure assurances that uh, will keep the company going and make sure the payments get processed and all that stuff. And it's like, okay, hey man, I got an idea. How about you be a little bit more transparent because what you did. In the beginning and what you said 
uh, was kind of devastating to uh, thousands of people. Yeah. And um, you already have uh, partially ruined a lot of people's livelihoods because they were so scared. They jumped off the, the platform yeah. as soon as they could. And other people lost hundreds of subscriptions because of the things that you said. And now you're going to turn around and be like, we have gained the assurances to make sure that this won't happen. We won't. What he said was <clears throat> we have suspended we have suspended that change. So it's like, okay, man, hey, if we're reading into the wording of this, I'm still not, uh, uh, I don't feel safe. Yeah, why would you ever trust them again? No. You, you, I wouldn't. You wouldn't. No. <laughs> You'd pack up shop and start up somewhere else. I. It's, it's, oh, man, it's so interesting because they, they had a cobra clutch on that industry. Yeah. No one. I think the the next service was some other shit. I forgot what it was called. I saw somebody talking about it and it was like a distant second. Yeah. Yeah. And now you have opened up the market to just decimate your your business model. Yeah, and there there are so few competitors that it's going to be a little while until something else really rebounds all these sex workers. But, but if you if you can come on to the to the platform <clears throat> and advertise yourself as a safe space for sex workers. Mm-hmm. Because like the the big name like Pornhubs of the world are not safe no, for sex workers. No, they're not. They're they're super exploitive and like just toxic pretty places terrible places, yeah. What what little I I understand. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sure, buddy. I read some things. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, read some things. I've read some. Watched some things. Learned some things. Seen some things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Seen some things. Seen, oh, I've seen some things. Uh-huh. I've learned some things. Yeah. So uh, I mean, it it Bad sucks. It, it sucks that there are so few options for these people uh, to make a living and do, what do you so. Mean, these people. <laughs> Sorry. To make a living <laughs> and 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 have a safe environment to do so and really profit. Uh, for themselves mm-hmm. and, and really be entrepreneurial in a way um, that those big name websites wouldn't allow them to be. Um, so th- that sucks. And I, I think it's it's um, it's going to be hard, I think, for a lot of these people to. Sorry. Um, wow. A lot of individuals Thank to um, to be able to trust another platform again. So I think the only way to get away from that is to uh, diversify. Mm-hmm. And to expand into other other channels and and really spread out as much as possible in order to keep yourself safe from if one thing goes down, mm, I'm still gonna be able to afford rent. Right, know? right, right, right. I mean, <clears throat> you gotta hustle, baby. You want you want you want to be you want to have your hand in multiple industries or multiple. Uh, Multiple uh, uh, avenues of, of income. I mean, industry is not wrong. A lot of I'll, <laughs> I was gonna say these people again. A, a <laughs> lot, a lot of sex What's workers. The with you? I don't know. A lot of sex workers do have like YouTube channels and That's have good. and stream and yeah, play Twitch. video games and stuff. Yeah. yeah, like it's not just that, but that pays the bills, and then you gain a following, and they can follow you on to other venues and other things that don't necessarily have to do with sex work. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> the day the day the day that I saw people on uh, women on OnlyFans, or I guess on Twitter, talking about how much money they were making on OnlyFans, I was like, 
I mean, I don't know, man. The idea of being a person who was like happy that OnlyFans was going down. Oh, the, the worst people. Yeah, the absolute worst people. <laughs> It, it it was it was it was interesting to me for a, a couple of reasons and probably for reasons that people share. Number one is like, how much do you hate women? <laughs> right. And 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 just pe- trans people, sexual a, a, a person who is sexually free. How much do you hate people who are sexual? Sexuality in general. <laughs> how maybe, much do you hate sexuality? Maybe it's a statement about yourself. Maybe you Big time. you hate yourself. And you don't feel sexy, and yeah. therefore nobody else can. Yeah, that was number one. I was I was amazed at how how hateful some of the stuff was. It was just like, man, you really, really don't like women. <laughs> you really don't like women in control of their sexuality, empowering themselves, and and doing what they want with their own bodies, and yeah, making money off of it. And then number two was like, dog. Who do you think is paying these people? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Who do you think is paying these people, my friend? Inside scoop. They're only doing it because people are paying for it. <laughs> exactly. And not just that they're paying for it. I mean, they're paying millions of dollars. Millions of dollars these women were making entire it careers in. off of this shit. Yeah, yeah. And not just women. I say that, but I I, I don't mean to be general and broad strokes sure. with it. But. yeah. Uh, it was just, it's amazing. It's like, okay, first of all, you hate sex workers and what, what I didn't understand. Well, I guess I do understand, uh, on one level. It's just like your ire should be directed. If any ire at all, any, you shouldn't have any anger. You shouldn't feel any, cause here's the thing. You shouldn't have an opinion on it at all. Sure. If, you, if you're that against it, simply don't watch it. Yeah. Simply don't pay that person for that product. You don't even have to like my thing is like I I am like I'm all for women sex workers doing whatever they want. If if there is a consenting adult willing to pay for that shit, I don't care. If I took a picture of my foot, <laughs> both of my toesies, uh-huh. my, my, my toesies. You only have two down there? I only have the two. Okay. I have the two <laughs> that create <laughs> balance. Your two feet are just two big toes. <laughs> just big toes. Giant toes. If I posted that picture online and somebody was willing to pay for it, who are you as the third party to come in and be like, no, that's disgusting. Your visa. You don't get to do. Yeah, right. Apparently. <laughs> that's it. <clears throat> so that's wild. And then again, if you have any anger, which you shouldn't, that anger should be directed at the thousands of people who are spending their livelihood <sighs> on these sex workers, pictures, videos, things like that. They're, excuse me, their content. Yeah. Again, you shouldn't be angry at all. It shouldn't matter to you at all. But if you're going to be angry at anybody, why aren't you angry at the guys who are going broke making these sex workers rich? You know right. what I'm saying? Like That was the thing that was so confusing to me. Well, not confusing because I understand that there's a lot of men who just hate women, period. Sure. Or hide behind faith and say that, oh, well, this isn't becoming of, of our culture yeah. to have these women right, right, doing right. this right, or right, people right. in general. Again, not just of course, women. Of course. Yeah. yeah. What was really funny is is seeing like Twitch streamers talk about, yeah, now you got to get a real job. It's like, bro, you stream I saw, GTA. I saw that. <laughs> where you, you pay a virtual prostitute to fuck you. And then once you get out of the car, you can murder said yeah. prostitute and take your money back. 
How is that better? <laughs> Who do you think you are, buddy? Face Clan, bro. I don't know. It's uh. So now they've they, now they've reversed course, and all of the people, reverse reverse all the people who've lost who lost their fucking minds over this. First of all, the 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 streamers, the fuckboys, the the just the shitty humans who were so happy about this. Now what do you say? <laughs> right. <laughs> you're, My so, day's ruined. Yikes, buddy. Yikes. Yeah. Guess you're gonna have to restart your OnlyFans subscription. Probably. Probably. I would not be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh and then for the for the sex workers, it's like like you said before, it's a, how do you how do you trust this company? How, how going forward? Like what are you supposed to I mean, I'm happy that they reverse course, but they only reverse course because you have to imagine that they looked at the numbers and they were like, if we lose this many people, yeah, we're done. We might as well just close up shop. Yep. Cause it so it won't even matter if the investors are in because there's nothing to invest there's, in. Yeah, there's no product. There's no product. It, it, it would be Tumblr again. I I read something and it was like they had more money coming in than they knew what to do with. <laughs> and that was part of the reason why they needed to secure all of these investors and all of these people who can manage the money because yep. they've got millions of dollars coming in. It's been real lonely times lately. <laughs> I don't know. Me personally, I wouldn't be caught dead paying for no porn at all. I'd rather just stop watching it. <laughs> That's a very good point. That's a very good point. We've, we've talked about this, though, is like what is the appeal of an OnlyFans? And I think it has a lot to do with what we were talking about, which is the uh, one-on-one nature of it. Yeah. The custom. The per- yeah. Uh, the custom customness the customability yeah of it um the personalized nature of it right and i i think that's the big that's the the selling point for a lot of people i would assume yeah because it it is like if you go on there and you're like this is something i can get something from this person that nobody else can get and they're sending it to me me yeah and you know it's in, in a weird way i guess not really in a weird way but in a way a lot of people don't think about it's a more ethical way to watch porn oh yeah it's, it's going directly into that person's pocket as opposed percent. to essentially just get uh, putting off a, a ticker on a streaming service essentially mm. to say you watched it again yeah you know like and yeah. that that goes where who knows right right How, and you're you're driving traffic to a website of a company that has no face and you're just like you know whatever as opposed to if you're driving traffic to this person's OnlyFans, um, like you said, it's going right directly into that person's pocket. Well, I think OnlyFans takes like 20% or something. Oh, that was another thing. A girl had brought up, she was like, you know, now that like you've destroyed some people's livelihood with, with this like hasty announcement and then retraction, like what are you going to give to us? Like what are you going to do for us? Because yeah. I've lost like 300 subscribers, but mm-hmm. I still have to pay you X amount of dollars yeah, every month. That there should be like a pause on that fee. Yeah, something. That yeah, makes sense. I mean, they they deserve something after the company themselves shot everyone in the foot. Mm-hmm. Not only themselves, shot everyone on the platform in the foot. Show that we that you deserve us. You know, like give us something. Yeah. In order to stay there, because if not, I mean, like I said, there's not a lot of alternatives. From what I understand, that is. You know, as big as OnlyFans, but give it a little bit of time. 
There will be. Yeah. And they'll jump ship immediately. I hope so. I hope I hope something comes soon. I hope that there's uh I hope that there's a couple of apps that pop up. Cuz first of all, I mean, that's what capitalism is all about, right? Sure. Maybe. I yeah. mean, driving the market. Yep. You know? So and then and then and then competition the competition the one that comes straightway. <laughs> okay. Is that okay? Is that okay? I mean, Fife did it. And like, you know, he doesn't speak with an accent. And also, I'm Guyanese, so like I can I can dip into that. All right. I think I'm allowed. If it's problematic, we'll allow it. <laughs> let me know. But I don't think it's problematic. The competition okay. no one that comes sideways. We'll call it a vague Caribbean accent. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I could get away with a vague Caribbean accent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're vaguely Caribbean. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <It> makes perfect <laughs> sense. Yeah. Uh, yes, I, I hope I hope there's a lot of competition. Yeah. I hope. Honestly, I hope that OnlyFans learns some kind of lesson here. I hope they lose a lot of people. I mean, they're, they're, their reputation is shot right now. And I, I hope that they do do something for the people who stuck with them, the the sex workers who need this for their livelihood. This is a, a, a hard learned lesson. Yeah. And I hope that um, I hope that the the content creators are the ones who win in this because, you know, fuck any CEO of any company, honestly. And especially a, a, a company that would pull this on what is probably 85 to 90 percent of their con- or not consumer but user base yeah to just be like hey just to wake up one morning and be like by the way guys it's over <laughs> so you better pack your shit you got a month well, to and, figure it the fuck out and to do that uh with essentially thousands of <clears throat> what equate to be mom and pop shops you know like yeah uh, these aren't big companies that they're doing it to. It's people. Yeah, it's individuals. You Regular, look them right in their face. Ordinary say, people. Uh, sorry, shit's over. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see, though. We'll see. Good luck <coughs> uh, if you are a sex worker or any other performer on OnlyFans. Good luck to you. Yeah, we wish you well. <laughs> any other performer. I hope that there's like jugglers you know there's like there's <laughs> there's, there's got to be like one mime on there. <laughs> it's a guy who just does three card Molly. Do the box. <laughs> he just. Well, that'll be twenty five dollars. <laughs> five. We'll give you five. I. What's the difference between OnlyFans and like Patreon? Um. I know this is gonna sound real cop outy, but I have actually never been on OnlyFans. I don't know. I don't understand. I don't even know what the UI looks like. Oh, I mean, me neither. And I promise, I'm not saying that just to say. Go to face. it right now. Let's find out. Uh, this is going to be in your search, not mine. All right. <laughs> Sorry, Sherry. Com. Oh, look at that. Popped up. Okay, so it's an, oh, it's you, an app. You have to yeah, sign up yeah, for you it. You immediately have to yeah, just sign yeah. in. Yeah. So. Sign up. Okay. Yeah. I don't like that. You should be able to explore a little bit. Well, they have previews of kind of what the layout looks like. So it looks like it's... Who the fuck is this guy? I don't know. Jack Silver. Maybe he's like a photographer or something. I don't know. I li- I like that the the previews are like um, super mundane stuff. Like here's my workout video, and that's another workout video where she she's not really wearing anything though. <laughs> um, that's really funny. Yeah, I mean, it just looks like a social media app, basically. So I I don't think you get that with a Patreon. Like 
the Patreon is like just a web page, yeah. Essentially, that yeah, you can give content. So maybe the sign in. I'm not gonna sign, sign in, in on the uh, sign up for with the uh, with the the one beer in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Use the one beer. <laughs> we'll, in. Put, we'll put it in the one beer in fund. <clears throat> yeah. No, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not saying pay any money. I'm saying just sign up so we can see like what are we what we're looking at. All right, fine. Do it with the podcast Gmail account. Let's see what the UI looks like. <laughs> People are going to hear this and be like, Marco's just horny. <laughs> just Come on. <laughs> let's log Do in. It. I want to see it. Oh, my God. They show me. Okay. So here's the thing. What we're looking at right now. Makeup tutorial. The the front page, if you don't have any, um, if you're not subscribed to anything, the, the front page is just make, makeup. It's Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. It just looks like a social media platform. Is Is this not legitimately Twitter? It looks just like Twitter. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just. And what we're looking at right now is like um, uh, a sneaker preview, uh, some women cooking. Surfer girl. Surfer girl. This girl is probably shuffling. dancing. Yeah, shuffling. Uh, so, I mean, I guess the sexually explicit stuff isn't even on, like, the front page. You have to, like, know who you're uh, subscribed to. That was Mia Khalifa, I think. But, yeah, I mean, obviously you're not going to get anything unless you pay because that's the entire model. Right, but I wonder I, – I was wondering, and now I guess that that, uh, that kind of puts it to rest – how upfront they are about that kind of stuff mm-hmm. because <clears throat> again i had no idea that the layout of it was just like a social media um platform and you have to have subscriptions you create a profile you bookmark you have messages looks, and all that stuff it, it looks like looks twitter just like twitter which was which is actually uh super interesting to me because that's not how i thought it was going to be i thought you'd go on there and there'd be like a lineup of different people to subscribe to mm-hmm uh, sort of like a Twitch where you go on there, you get like a little preview of yeah, what like, they're doing what and are you, you can sub in? to them. Yeah. Uh, but instead it, it, it's a, it looks like a social media platform where like you have to know who you're following. And I guess you can go through people's mutuals and stuff and, and find other people to follow and stuff and, and, and get their content. But like you said, you have to pay for it. Yeah. Let's go. Excuse me. Sorry about that. Right, right into the mic. You're welcome. <laughs> it's retro. Uh, yeah. See, that wasn't so bad, was it? Still, see? still sweating. Did it make you feel a little uncomfortable? A little uncomfortable. Yeah, delicate sensibilities. It's, all right. it's okay. It's, it's the it's the Catholic again. I mean, if it makes you feel any better, you had nothing to do with it. I you forced your you hand, forced my hand, yeah. and it was on the one beer in account. It's true. It's fine. There's no there's no uh, paper trail. If anything comes from it, it was my fault. Phrasing. <laughs> I mean. I mean, I mean, we're on there now, so I might, I might just dance around and you know, just take a look, see, see, see what we're, uh, see what we're. Missing. I'm blocking it from your browser. Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, okay. All right. <clears throat> well, we have another uh, very big story. Mm-hmm. It actually involves you, my friend. Me. Yeah. Uh, because this is our last episode <clears throat> before. You go to Bonnaroo. Uh-huh. Uh, I uh-huh. am not going to Bonnaroo. Can't make it this year. But my good friend, Mark Wadupa, is going to make it. Uh, so if you see him, say hi. That's right. Yeah, anybody who was on the, the, the Bonnaroo episode, yes. you know, holla at your boy. I'll be out there. Um, so 
how are you feeling? <laughs> are you getting excited? I am. Yeah. I am excited about it. Uh, I've been kind of not really thinking about it too much because it's still it was so far away, and now I realize it's like <laughs> next it week. It snuck up on me too. Yeah. Like I, I saw, I think a, a social media post. I was like, wait a minute, next week? Yeah, yeah. I was, uh, yeah, I was very, very taken aback. I would like to say first and foremost, shout out to the people that I'm going with, uh, Lottie, Rob, Spencer. Uh, wait, me. Lottie, Rob, Spencer, Katie, um, and then whoever else is going to join us out there because in our group chat, they've been pretty much taking care of everything. And I just, <laughs> I'm just told like classic hey. Marco <laughs> Dupa sitting so back, like, waiting for everyone else to get all the, all the stuff together. Here's the thing, man. A li- li- little, little about me. If I, if I may, whose nights are you going to ruin snoring? <laughs> Oh, I mean, I have my own tent, wow, so okay. nobody's going to have to worry about that. Is it soundproof? Hey, you know, honestly, I will. I would like to say this for the record. Um, I've been told recently that I don't snore as loud as I used to, and I yeah. think that that well, has she, a lot to do lying. with the... Don't say that. Yeah. She's not a liar. It's early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Give it a minute. <laughs> when she... Yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. You're right. Anyway... <laughs> uh. They've been taking care of a lot of pretty much everything, and I'm just told what what money I need to allocate to what thing, uh-huh. and I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah, I've I've learned this about myself that I I I can't. I'm not a planner. I'm not a. I am a doer. I love to do things. I love to have fun. I love to be a part of things. But I am not a planner. Yeah, yeah. I can't. It's I don't lightly. have the. Br- <laughs> yeah, I just don't have the brain for it. Yeah. I I don't like to be in charge of things. I. When I am put in a leadership role, I feel I feel like I can do it because I'm I'm comfortable just, you know, doing those types of doing what's asked of me. But if I never had to lead anything ever again, I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm happy to relinquish any and all leadership roles and responsibilities because <laughs> uh, I tell hate me how much to that. pay and I will show up. That's it. <clears throat> yeah. So. They've been doing that, so shout out to to my Rue crew. They they they're um, they're good. They're good people. It's good. They're good people. So yeah, to get yeah yeah, I'm I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited, man. Because now it's like you know, uh, it's it's very real. Uh, first of all, I mean, I'm gonna have so many days off. I'm gonna be poor <laughs> when I come back. It's not good. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> yeah. And uh, I mean, you don't really get sick days, right? Or days off. <laughs> no. Not one of those kind of jobs. Shout out to Red Light, Red Light, baby. <laughs> Part of the biz, days. baby. Part of the biz. You know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, we are. Uh, uh, by the way, I mean, we could talk about this on a later episode, but there is a there's there's a growing um, uh, uh, movement to have um, people in industries such as this have health care and uh the craft craft brewery I, I can't remember if it's the craft brewer society or craft brewers association or something mm-hmm. like that they had a they did a thing uh, a couple months ago where they asked all of us like how would you be interested in health care if we were to provide it to you yeah. guys and so Cra- uh, brewers association the brewers association and um 
we all signed up for it. We all said that like, yo, if you're going to offer that, we would definitely pay for that shit. Yeah. And so we're like, we're counting the days before they come back with a decision on if they're going to. So just, you know, for the record, because people are always talking about like service industries and like the things that you have to put up with when it comes to service industries. And that, that is part of the course, mm. you know, uh, like that, 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 that politician that went viral for like outing that girl. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but like I can't remember. He was, I think, Georgia, where he goes to some restaurant and he's like, "Shout out to this so this w- waitress. She was sick, but she showed up to oh, work. No. You know, that's American ingenuity and that's hard work and blah blah blah. She should be proud of herself." And then immediately, like the the fucking social media crackdown on this Ugh. girl. It was and and the company they were like you let her work while she was sick blah 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 so anyway that's a whole thing we're not gonna get into that yikes but look it up it was a disaster anyway the Brewers Association Brewers Society Brewers Association <laughs> Brewers Brewers Club Brewers Association the He Man Woman Haters Club yes <laughs> Brewers Association yeah um I'm just really excited about that because that's a nice that's that's a giant step forward. For uh, the industry, the industry. Yeah. To, uh, so anyway, <clears throat> I digress. Especially important during a panini, for sure. Yeah. So, and uh, yeah, I mean that kind of, you know, it 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 would it's that's reassuring yeah. to know that they're at least thinking about or trying to do things like that for people. <gasps> mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm excited. The set list looks fun. We're planning out how we're gonna hit it. Always important, yeah. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they put out the schedule a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. Uh, so. Some some things are just going to get missed. And it happens. It is it what it happens. is. Yeah, there are always casualties. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't want to put you on the spot, but is there anyone in particular you are especially looking forward to seeing now that we're a little bit closer to the event? Yeah. Um, I've already seen Run the Jewels. I would. I. I'm definitely still. I'm a huge fan. We're both huge fans. So, uh, seeing them is still going to be because I want to see them do RG Day. R. R. J. The third album and the fourth <laughs> album. <laughs> Three and four. <laughs> I. I want to. I want to see that material live. Yeah. So that'll be fun. And also, I really, really want to see Orville Peck. Yeah. I like Orville Peck a lot. His whole persona is fun. Everything I just like the guy a lot, man. I like the idea of like this mysterious queer cowboy, just you know, going I like out the there cut of his just, jib. Yeah. So uh, mm-hmm. I I'm 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 uh, I'm excited to see his show. Um, I want to give you a top three. Oh, Mark Ribier is gonna be there, and I cannot wait for that shit. You gotta, you yeah. gotta do it. Yeah, you gotta do it. Mark Ribier is gonna be. That's gonna be fun. So that's probably my top three right there. Yeah. There's some huge names like the Foo Fighters is a big of course. Yeah. Lizzo's going to be there. Yeah. Megan the Stallion. Yep. Uh, so there's like there's there's some, you know, I'm sure you'll see it's just, you know, it, it's one of those event things that maybe you're not personally excited for, but will be fun to be a part of. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, the Foo Fighters, I've, I've said it before. I think we've had this. We had had this talk. Um, a long time ago, I think off off mic, but I think the Foo Fighters are probably like the. I think they're the best generic radio rock band of all time. Yeah, maybe. Like, I don't. Uh, I don't think that there's anyone better. 
Just the alt rock station mm-hmm. band. Just doing just big singles, decent albums, longevity in their career. Nothing too offensive. Nothing too extraordinary or experimental. Yeah. Uh, you know what you're getting from them every time they put an album out. I think they are the best because the rest of them. Think about this. They all have had moments where you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. You know, and they've, yeah. they've all kind of done this ebb and flow. Mm-hmm. Right. The Foo Fighters for like two decades. Steady. Just every time they come out with something, you're just like, what am I saying? I'm like the others. I don't even know what that song's about. And I'm like, that song's awesome. Also, that song was like 15 years ago. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> and you know what? I say all this and they put out a fucking disco album. <laughs> just remember they put out like a bg's tribute album so okay i mean they experimented a little bit but that was like clearly an ep not like a real album yeah 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 still for the most part they have the biggest singles they always usually work yeah truck commercial music yeah yes yes Mm -hmm. exactly yeah and so i i think they're the best at it i don't think there's anyone as good at making generic rock and roll as the foo fighters uh i will ask will you go back to our video to see what people were commenting and try to catch any of those like OG acts, <laughs> any of the jam bands. Are you going to extend yourself in any way uh, on this, this Rue venture? No. Okay. <laughs> well, if I could say that respectfully, no. I would, if I was going, <laughs> no, is all I'm gonna no, say. with, with a heart. No, <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. I appreciate everybody who commented. I love the interaction. It made my heart warm. I was so happy that people were like latched onto that yeah. and were into it. But I got to be honest. There's no way I'm wasting any. Oh, shit. I got to plug this in. <laughs> it's been plugged in the whole time. There's no way I'm I'm allocating any time or effort to any of like the uh, um, electro groups or any of like the DJs or any of that. I'm just not doing it. I'm sorry. It's not my kind of music. It never has been. I've I've. That's the perfect reason to see them live. I know, I know. And and as I've grown older, I've definitely gained an appreciation for that stuff. I definitely have. Yeah. But, I, I, like, I'll say this. I'll say this. I will go back and look at the comments and see who people told us we, we forgot about and we spaced on. Yeah. I will look at the schedule. And if it's not interrupting Mark Ribier or any of these other acts that I really want to see, if I can just dip off and go i will do it okay and i will report back and i will name you specifically whoever made the comment and be like you were right or you were wrong and i shouldn't have fucking wasted my time (laughs) well you know the good thing is a lot of a lot of the lesser known and a lot of the niche acts are on thursday yeah so once you guys set up i recommend you go out and just explore yeah find some people you know yeah good call find some groups Find some groups. Yeah. yeah. Some groups. Find some groups and find some groups. So I'm glad you're excited, but are you feeling uh, properly protected based Mm. on the recent announcement that uh, they're now requiring a vaccine um, card or a test within two weeks, a negative test within two weeks of Rue? Uh. I'll say this, because uh, a couple of my friends have been giving me shit about, oh, you talked all this shit about the the Panini, and now you're going to a super spreader event. Oh, we had somebody talking shit on our own uh Oh, yeah, we did. Video. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, 
And to that, I just would say, I mean, I think right now with the way that we are, with the way that the rest of America and the way that, you know, everybody else is handling the pen, pen, the panorama, mm-hmm. um, you kind of, I think right now it's, it sucks, but you have to just relegate yourself to, I have to take a risk if I want to do anything. Sure. Because that's that's just what you're going to be around. Especially now, in Florida. <laughs> especially in Florida. Now, um, I'll say this. Everyone thought that Lollapalooza was going to be the super spreader event mm-hmm. where like thousands of people were just going to drop dead. And maybe 100 people got COVID from it. Yeah. So <clears throat> there's that. When it comes to Bonnaroo, I mean, the attitudes of I, – I, I mean – let's just let's just call a spade a spade most of the people who are going are super liberal hippie people so you're gonna the majority of those people are going to adhere to those rules sure now that's not accounting for every single person who's going to be there well if and they, i understand if, that. if they don't they can't go in though is the thing right <clears throat> that's true and i wonder but my thing is i wonder how stringent they're going to be with stuff like that. Well, and, and you know, the testing isn't 100% either. So, of course, right. you're going to have guaranteed there's going to be somebody there with COVID. Yeah, and if, if you get a test within 72 hours or even, you know, a week or so, <clears throat> and then the next day, you could get tested for COVID, test negative, and then a person who's post COVID positive cough in your face as you're walking <laughs> out of the right doctor. By, yeah, yeah. yeah. So exactly. it's not a it's perfect not science. Yeah. yeah. So but it helps, right? It helps. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anything helps. The thing is all yeah, take seeing a company or seeing an organization or an event take any precautions is better than nothing. Sure. So when you see them actually doing these things, I just want to make I just hope that they're going to be uh, uh, pretty stringent about it and pretty fucking how they're going to be like, you can't, if you don't have a vaccine card or a negative test, you don't get to come in. Sorry, turn your car around and drive back to whatever bumfuck hole you drove out of. <laughs> you don't get to come in. I hope that that's the case. Uh, as I've seen with my own eyes, uh, it's sometimes they're a little, le- little uh, lenient with stuff. Sure. So... I can only imagine people just kind of flashing their card like a passport, just flipping it, yeah. flipping it back. And then they're like, all right, go on. Good enough. So, um, but, but yes, it, it does make me feel better that they are trying at least. Yeah. Nothing's perfect. A perfect world would be everybody just get the vaccine. That would be perfect. Sure. Anyone who can. <clears throat> but we don't live in a perfect world. <sighs> no, we live in Florida. <laughs> Again, yeah. far from perfect world. Hey, you see that? Florida, Florida Man Wrestling Club. Yeah, so Woo. Uh, dangerous times mm-hmm. down here, but uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I'm really happy for you. I hope you take a lot of pictures, have a good time. Yeah, uh, what do you, what do you think of? Should I bring my camera, or do you think it's a bad idea? No, no, I think you should bring it. Um, just you know, keep it safe. I mean, it's that. <laughs> I know. It's that camera. So. <laughs> I know. I know. Keep it safe. Uh, you can be responsible. You I can. So, I got a couple of days. I got to get a camera bag. I don't have a camera bag. You need a bag. I just like shove it into my backpack. No, you need a you need a bag. 
You need a bag, especially because it's going to be hot like it always is. Yeah. And you don't want that baking like on a on your car dash or something, you know? Yeah. Uh, but, I'd, yeah, no, why not? Take I'd, it. I'd like to get a telephoto lens before I go. I wonder how much they are. I wonder how much so, uh, Sony telephoto lenses are. Anyway, that's, that's another conversation. So, all in all, I'm excited. Um, I can't wait. I... Uh, I will try to take as many photos as I can, report back with everything that I can remember for it. <laughs> Have a nice bring some stories back if you can. Stories. Yeah. Yeah. So Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. It's exciting stuff. Well, I'll uh be here with my thumb. And I mean my ass. hey man. Don't open that door. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm happy you're gonna have a good time. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> um do we want to go with the, the last thing or just get out of here? We're at an hour and a half. I didn't know there was a last thing. The vaccines. Spoiler alert. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's 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 uh let's get into that a little bit. Okay. So we we briefly touched on um Bonnaroo with essentially what is a vaccine passport, um, which has become big news. Mm-hmm recently the topic of conversation and though we're here for a good time obviously mm-hmm. real life stuff gets uh added from time to time yep uh when we're not complaining about the joker um so i'm i'm curious because we haven't really checked in with the whole panini situation no we haven't in a long time um so i was curious where you were with uh the state of things as far as you know vaccination passports um you know uh need to show test results before an event like Bonnaroo uh things like that and how safe do you feel in general like you you masking up still you what are you doing you washing your hands hmm. i hope you're washing your hands I'm washing my hands okay that's that's one of the one things where it's like yo i mean we talked about it but it's like damn <clears throat> i can't believe how much people weren't washing their hands before I'm washing my hands constantly. Yeah, that's good. Like I used to just, it's not like I didn't wash my hands. I wash my hands a lot, but I like, I wash them now. It's like, I don't even, if I touch anything, if I open a door for somebody, I'm hitting at least the sanitizer. Yeah. And then after, or before every meal, it's like, again, I, I will lose track. I'm like, did I touch something? (laughs) If I'm like, if I, if I can't remember not touching anything, Mm -hmm. Before the last time I washed my hands, I'm like, let me just sanitize. Let's wash it. Yeah. Might as well. Why Might as well. Not? What is this? It's 20 seconds. Why not? Yeah. As far as the <clears throat> vaccine passports, the vaxports, my, my line of thinking of on, on it is this. Um, right now, we are kind of, we're kind of at a place where, unfortunately, this is as good as it's going to get. I think I think what's happened is we've kind of bottomed out, or rather plateaued. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the opposite way. Yeah, at at uh, at at what we're gonna get. Mm-hmm. Anybody who can get one has very very easy access to one, and we're at a point where people are choosing not to. And I think that if you want to uh, live your life that way, that's your choice. I think that. The difference comes in whenever you want to do something that affects other people. 
So this, so Bonnaroo, for instance, is a good example. You don't get to complain about the precautions that they're taking for the rest of us because you chose to live a certain way. Sure. I understand that people want their freedom to believe whatever insane batshit thing that they want to believe. That's fine. And I'm okay with that. But when your beliefs affect my livelihood, then we have a problem. Mm -hmm. There is a valley here that you need to cross, that we both need to cross. I'm crossing it by saying you can believe whatever you want. You need to cross it by putting on a mask or getting a COVID test. If you refuse all of those things, now you are crossing over into my side of the valley. We're not meeting in the middle anymore. You are in, you're infringing. You're encroaching on my side. And then I have to do something about it. So I, we're at a point now where it's useless to argue with people. It's useless to debate. It's useless to post numbers. All of it, they will refute sure. with some thing. Yeah. So one, that's one doctor says. Yeah. So we're done with that. Yeah. I'm done with that. I'm done having this conversation with people personally. If you don't believe in the vaccines, if you think Fauci's uh, a fucking shill for the government, blah, blah, blah. I'm done having this conversation with people. I'm not doing it anymore. I don't have the energy. I don't have the desire. But as it stands, if we're both going to be at a public event for a couple of hours, shoulder to shoulder. Or four days. Or four days. <laughs> You need to take necessary precautions. You just have to. I did. Yeah. I did for you, even though you don't believe that I did. I did for you because I already had COVID. Mm -hmm. So I did this for every for, other person that I'm interacting yeah. with. Who, I didn't want my family it? to get sick. I didn't want my friends that I was around to get sick. And believe it or not, thank you. I didn't want the fucking people, like the strangers around. I didn't want to be a, a fucking hot spot of, of COVID yeah. pushing it out to people. So I took a step. I'm not asking you to take the same step, but I am asking you to step a little. Yeah, do something. And if you can't do that, then you don't get to come. Yeah, yeah. I think that's reasonable. I think so. So that's my thoughts on it. Yeah, I agree for the most part. I just think that I'll add that I don't, I, I don't understand the people who are unwilling to do anything. Like, if you don't want to get the vaccine... Like you said, fine, but wear a mask if we're going to be inside somewhere together. Are we missing one? No, I took I took mine. You have three? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that last one. Sorry. Yeah. Continue. Uh, I, I don't understand the people who are like, for instance, the big, the big story for the past two weeks on the news has been about uh, mandatory masks in schools. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Kids aren't super uh endangered by covid because you know we've seen by the numbers not as many of them are dying from it but some have mm -hmm. and there's a lot more getting sick now that school's back <clears throat> and that there's no mask mandates so that parents who automatically don't believe in the vaccine or in wearing masks are bringing their kids who are unvaccinated and not wearing masks to school and then getting other kids sick yeah because kids can't get the vaccine yet. And uh, I just don't understand the pushback against asking people to do the right thing by masking up, even if it's a slight inconvenience to some people. Mm -hmm. Just stop being selfish for a second. 
that's all it takes. Nobody's trying to infringe on your freedoms. I understand it sucks. It's inconvenient. But if it saves one person's life, don't you think it might be worth it? And I would say let's leave it to the individuals to step up to the plate and do the right thing. Let's not mandate it. Let's leave it to the good people of Florida to say, I want to be selfless and I want to choose to ask my child to wear a mask. And I want to wear a mask because I know I'm not vaccinated because of X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. But we've done that. And they don't do that. So what are we supposed to do? And again, like, I understand people aren't dying, you know, like it's the black death. But again, it's not just about death. It's about the lingering result of having COVID that a lot of people are showing. Mm -hmm. Whether it's, you know, having trouble breathing people losing their taste long term uh, and other conditions that we just don't know about yet because COVID's new, mm-hmm. especially the variants. Brand new, 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 new. So why not be safe if it's not more invasive than putting a piece of fabric or cloth on your face for a few hours while you're outside? What's what's the problem? What is the problem? What's the problem? And the only the only thing I can think of is that this has become such a politicized thing that it's it's now a team sport of you're wearing a mask, you're not on my team. Yeah. Or you're wearing a mask so you're, you're one of those bozos. Mm. Shouldn't be that. Shouldn't be that. And uh, you know, I I've seen even DeSantis saying you know, show me uh, proof that masks work. There's proof. <laughs> There's evidence. There's evidence out there. Look it up. Yeah. And I'm sure you're just going to disprove it by saying, oh, well, the CDC said that. You can't trust those bozos. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, who do you trust then? Who? Tell me who you're supposed to trust other than my pillow guy <laughs> uh, or somebody suggesting that you take medication for sheep. <clears throat> you know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm over it. Yeah. I'm over it. I'm personally over it. You have your freedoms to do whatever you want to do. Just don't get me sick. Yeah. That being said, I was able to get my booster shot already. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So I'm feeling a little bit better about that entire situation because of that. Hell yeah. So they just, I just read something about the J and J booster. Mm-hmm. Cause everybody, I get it. I got the J and J. Yeah. Here's time for you're, you to make your jokes. You're in steerage. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> um they are they are working on one. <laughs> They've already tested it. <laughs> they're woodworking somewhere. <laughs> no, they're literally like using a hammer and chisel yeah. and nailing it into somebody. Yep. They've already tested it on thousands of people. Rats. <laughs> <laughs> Only ten died. And, and they yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. So we're looking good there. Pfizer gang. We're looking good on the uh, J and J booster. Good. So. All right. It w- we would be remiss if we didn't change the subject a little bit and try to end us on a positive note. Yeah, as we always do here. So, Adam, take it away, my friend. 
Uh, my cheers of the week is for Ron Isley and Ernie Isley. Okay. In particular. <laughs> right cheers. on. I don't know if you saw this, but um, the Isley Brothers had a Tiny Desk concert last week. Yeah. Oh, buddy. It was so good. And just looking, like, it, it caused me to do a deep dive, obviously. And, As uh, one does. Right. And just noting the longevity of the Isley brothers and seeing uh, just how they evolved with the times. Yeah. And kind of spearheaded certain sounds and, and, and really just were along the road, I mean, up until recently within modern music. Yeah. It, it, it's staggering that people don't talk about them even more than than they do because it's crazy it, it's just insane like the amount of hit songs that you know that you don't realize are isley brothers songs yeah um and again like starting off like in like the doo-wop age yeah. basically and then moving into like hip-hop at the end of it like and still doing it. Yeah. And still doing it. Still performing. And like, <clears throat> I don't, I, I just fanboyed out on that entire video. And uh, Ernie Isley's incredible on guitar. Yeah. I just want to, I want to, oh, I just want to say. He does not get the respect. You talking about underrated? Yeah. He does not get yeah. the respect he deserves. Yeah. So check out the Tiny Desk concert for the Isley Brothers and have your mind blown. Listen to Summer Breeze. You tell me you don't like that motherfucker can't play guitar. Oh, yeah. Huh. Incredible. Buddy. Incredible. Um, Ron Isley pops up on the Little Brother album, The Minstrel Show, and uh, I didn't believe that it was actually him. I was like, "This has to be an impersonator," because I understand Ron Isley working with R. Kelly. He's a huge artist. I get mm -hmm. that, but at the at this point, Little Brother was like a super underground. Like this was their big break, the second album. It made it on BT, and it was like you know yeah. it was huge. So before the album had come out, it's like, oh my god. How do you get Ron Isley on this? And to make a joke record. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's incredible. Yeah. To your point. Yeah, the Isley brothers, man. And and sampled to death. Oh. Yeah. Classics. Yeah. Classics. That's a good one. Um, my cheers of the week goes to uh sex workers. Cheers. Cheers. When we were talking about when we were pre-planning to talk about OnlyFans, it made me think that the the needle got moved by sex workers, mm -hmm. not by politicians, not by uh, Twitch streamers, not by not by guys who play video games, not by the 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 people that work out for a living and post their content on OnlyFans. The needle moved because of sex workers. Yeah. Because OnlyFans as a company had to learn the hard way that they're the people that run their fucking company. You think that you're the person that runs your company. And it's always funny when the people at the top look down and go, you wouldn't have this if it wasn't for me. And it's like, no, 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 buddy. You, unfortunately, <laughs> have what you have yeah. because of us. They forget what a triangle looks like yeah and don't realize the base is far larger than the top exactly uh that's some shit for your third eye baby 
if people understood how large the base of a triangle really was, might have a different shape altogether, you know what I mean? So shout out to them because they're the reason that the, all of this, that they were able to to move a company in a different, like to to force them yeah. to go in a different direction than they, they, had to, they had to look at themselves. They had to look in the mirror and go, well, who are we as a company? Who do we serve? And if we lose these people, what will we be going forward? Yeah. It, it pushed a cargo ship back on the right direction. Yeah. And for all the shit that they take online for just posting a picture of their tits and then some guy paying for them, like that's a crime. I say cheers to you yeah. guys. You got some schutzpa. 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 Mm. All right. <clears throat> Let's review these beers because I got a piss. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. We'll keep this one short. <clears throat> All uh, right. This is the Cigar City Brewing Frostproof Belgian Style White. White. Uh, what do I think about it? I think it tastes like a slightly better Blue Moon. Oh yeah, that's a good. That's a good description. Yeah. So, um, it's, it's good. It's good. Would I go out of my way to get it again? Uh, I mean, it'd have to be a time and place thing for me. Uh, I, I I think it would be good, like by the pool, uh, grilling up some stuff. Yeah. Or uh, tailgating might be a, a fun uh, addition to your tailgate, uh, along with the you know the light beers to have a little flavor in there, injected. Um. But, you know, I'm not going to go out of my way for it. It's good. Not great. I'm going to give it a... It's getting a four. It's getting a four for me. Yeah, I I, I don't... I hate to disparage the name of Cigar City, but this one just didn't really do it for me. I mean, I, I, if you're watching the whole thing, we did go through the entire six-pack, but that's mostly because of lack of options. We're just sitting here drinking these and <laughs> sure. enjoying them. Yeah. No, they... they we got it. They, they taste... Fine. Mm-hmm. They taste fine. A little bit of orange in there, right? A little, a little citrus notes. Yeah. I uh, uh, it's a little sweet on that back end. A little sweet. Um, I I I am. Um, I mean, you know, we 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 highly rate Cigar City on this podcast, and and you know, this just this just didn't this just wasn't a. This just didn't do it for me. It just uh, I, you know. I'm gonna yeah. give it a three and a half. Okay, it was good. It was good, but it was. Uh, I I I expect better from Cigar City. I'll be I'll be honest with you. I I, I expect better. Yeah, they they've done better, and I know that they'll do better. This one didn't do it for me. Uh, uh, a hair too multi mm. for my my big recommendation. Yeah, yeah. All right, three and a half for myself and a four for this guy right here. You think we got it? I know we got it. All right. Well. If he says we got it, then it's over. This has been the One Beer In Podcast. For myself, Marco Dupa. For Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Go peepee, buddy. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer and have a beautiful evening. All right, (laughs) We love you. Yeah!